All right. Trying a little bit differently here. Some different settings on uh, this uh, episode on future episodes too. Depending on how well it sounds, it may, it may not, uh, you know, go that well, but we'll see. It sounds all right, and it, it's not clipping or anything. Uh, you know, the other setting that I had was, you know, it may not have been, it may have been clipping a little bit. I don't know. But this one should be working, so we'll just have to find out. Anyway, this is a uh, second episode on religion, because I'm creative right now, so I might as well try and get it out of the way here. So, let me uh, unplug my headphones. And uh, let's get started. So what is the purpose of religion? The second part of this. What is the purpose of religion? So, as I've said before, there's multiple purposes of religion. One of them I already talked about is making sense of the chaos. Creating chaos out of order. Especially in stage-red situations. Um... And honestly, religion has been was meant for a uh, a different world than we live in currently. You know, we don't really live in a whole lot of stage red. I mean, there's still a lot of there's there's still there's still areas that have that. And there are you know areas and gangs and stuff that have similar operating functions, but. Much of the world is already in a kind of stage blue slash orange mindset. Uh, and so it's not really as necessary. It's actually one of the reasons why religion has such, a, has such a problem. Because we're not dealing with the same circumstances we used to. And we didn't... You know, one of the things is too, is we used to have to deal with like crazy circumstances. Like state, you know, wolf, state red things. Like dealing with wolves and, and wild animals and bears and... Things like that, being attacked by animals and being mauled by animals and being mauled by other humans. I mean, we still have to do with that, but you know, relative state safety compared to those days. Self safety is always always kind of relative, anyways. Um, but that's another episode. <laughs> I go on miles and I go on for hours on that one. But uh, um, so the second purpose of religion is strict. Moral guidance. Now, you haven't heard the first part of this series. It's probably going to be about three or four parts. I'm not sure yet. Third part's probably going to be about like the uh, visionary parts of this. Um, I might talk about it in this episode too. We'll see. But basically, uh, what I talked about in the last episode, if you haven't watched that episode, if you want to know more about why religion is as powerful as it is, and you know, actually was necessary at one point, I'd recommend you watch that episode, you listen to it, that is, um, because it, it gives you some really good points on why religion is actually, and was actually necessary, and is actually necessary in certain certain areas. I mean, I, I wouldn't say no to some strong moral guidance in certain areas, or there's a lot of stage red, um, because... 
you know, you're dealing with violent people. You're dealing with people who are trying to conquer and dominate. So, you know, I haven't yeah, I watched that, listened to that episode. To recap, um, basically, religion was created and, and mostly was created uh, and uh, maintained in this in the strong sense that we know it now, like with Christianity and Judaism and stuff like that, because we needed order in the chaos, you know, we, because there was a lot of state-driven people who were dominating and conquering and fighting and butchering and, and all these other things they were doing. And so we needed somebody, some, some uh, ordered collective. You know, one uh, analogy that I gave, it's really good analogy for this situation is the Satan versus God analogy. Um, so the religion was a, an attempt to deal with that situation. And I went way more into detail than I'm going into here this episode. But, you know, it is it is a starting point if you want to listen to that episode. I recommend you do that after this one. Um, but anyways, so the purpose of religion, second episode, is about strict moral guidance. So why, why strict moral guidance? So... When dealing with a with a populace, a stage red populace, you know it's about conquering. It's about being the strong person, me, my, myself, me, mine, myself. Basically, stage red mottos. You know the ter- terrible twos. Um, you know childhood is a good example of t- stage red. Like me, no, mine, and you know children are fighting each other and they're biting you. You're, you know your your child might be biting your brother or whatever. You're, you're, you know, if you have two children, they might be biting each other or whatever. That's stage red, basically. You know, one is trying to conquer the other. And uh, so you need, you need stage blue parenting to deal with that situation. You can't really go about it from stage orange or stage green mindset. Because they're just going to walk all over you and they're going to do whatever they want. Um, it's one of the reasons why disciplining as children, as uh, parents, is actually so necessary, honestly. Um, you know, something that we don't really have in the society in the West because we're uh, we're not really told this. We're not really explained this stuff. And so parents have to find out the hard way how this works. But it, but that's, that's another episode. <laughs> so strict moral guidance is necessary. Strict rules like you must not... Have sex until you're married. Now, why would that be necessary? Why would why would strict rules be necessary? <sighs> how how do you parent a toddler that's being obnoxious? You know, that's being bratty. You have to strictly deal with him. Reinforce. You have to strictly enforce rules and laws that you that you decided are necessary. You know, to create order. To create tranquility to create some kind of uh, order in that situation. And so the second reason, and, and this relates to the first as well, because the first was about creating order in the chaos, but the second, but, but the way to do this was to create strict 
moral guidance. Uh, and perhaps I should have did the, done this all in one episode, but um, I figured it would make for you know more understandable results if I did it this way. Um, in some ways, because I, I did, well, number one, I didn't really think about doing it this way until it, I was even doing the episode. And I was like, oh wait, I should have done this in four parts or three parts, but I didn't. So there's that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, strict moral guidelines. You know, you shouldn't have sex. You shouldn't masturbate. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't bite your brother. You shouldn't be bad. You shouldn't fight people. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't fight people in their stuff. They're fighting other people, and they're trying to take over. They're trying to dominate. In which case, you must do what you 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 have to to you know deal with these people. But in an ordered, strict rules kind of a way. Um. And actually, what I'm going to do with this episode is make it multiple segments of, and just release it in a way like in the future, maybe like a week or two in the future, so that you you have some breathing room between that episode that I just did and the next episode um, because it is kind of a lengthy episode it was 31 minutes long and this one's probably going to be a bit longer because there's a lot of stuff going over and I want to try and make it make a lot of sense and so I'm going to end it. So that you can kind of get this sense of what I'm talking about here. So, anyways, uh, see you in the next segment. This is a deeper perspective. Alright, so strict moral guidelines. Why why strict moral guidelines? Um, and I talked about this already a little bit, but... Uh, Dealing with stage red slash orange. Um, because, you know, back when it started, back when all this really got started, the the norm was stage red. The norm was violence. You know, <clears throat> a stage red community would <clears throat> conquer a city, commit violence and rape and genocide and all these things. And so, the ultimate result of this, to create safety and order, uh, was to create strict moral guidelines. And there are some points to be made about creating and keeping some strict moral guidelines. Now, I think it can go a bit extreme, and I'll explain why. And there's that's one of the reasons why stage orange became a thing, in my opinion. Uh, um, or at least partially one of the reasons. But... You know, when dealing with uh, with stage red, in particular, the only the only way to deal with stage red and the only way to deal with the possibility of stage red civilizations coming in and burning out down your town and your civilization is to create a stage blue civilization with strict moral guidelines. That means your stage red impulses have to be put under control. Put under lock and key if possible. And that means strict moral guidelines. You know, because, you know, and I will be going more deeply into this because there's a lot to go into, actually. 
Um, and we're living in a society now where moral guidelines is no no longer a thing, really. Like it's not as used. Time, to be. Twelve minutes and one second. Adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. Um, you know the moral guidelines are now more about like <clears throat> make more money, have more sex. You know this is this is what you can do to have the most sex, and it's like, um, you know, there's certain there's very many problems with doing this, and there's a good reason why stage blue is as powerful as it is and as useful as it is, um, and that it gets ignored because we get stuck in like stage orange and stage green mindsets. And we forget why stage blue is actually necessary. And still is necessary, to be honest with you. Because we live in a society of loose morals. And loose morals create um, uncontrollable chaos. Uh, you know, stage red is about conquering, pillaging, raping, murdering, butchering for the sake of getting more, you know, material things. And somebody's like me, my, myself. Um, you know, stage red is kind of like gut level, but like physically more physical than like stage orange and, and other things like this. And so stage blue to deal with stage red and to deal with, you know, stage red incursions into their space has to create strict moral guidelines. Strict more strict um, one of the reasons why stage blue uh, nationalism, stage blue slash red nationalism exists is because of stage red. You know, because you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't, you don't want people going through your town and burning and pillaging and raping. You, you want safety, you want security, you want order. And so stage blue slash red has to come in and say, no, Nobody comes through our borders, you know, no illegals, no th nothing like this, because of the, you know, the fear of stage red, that fear of, of the devil, of, of the devil's minions and, and stuff like this. It's one of the reasons why different religions were feared. You know, Christians were murdered by Muslims, and Muslims were murdered by Christians, and, and the Crusades happened, and all this other stuff. Not saying that there weren't aren't any problems with this understanding, and there there aren't many, there aren't any like, you know, uh, instabilities that that creates. But that's the purpose behind it. The purpose was to deal with stage red at the time. But then stage blue gets gets hardline, and and then even when stage red is no longer much of a problem anymore, stage blue is still very hardline uh, because stage red very much very easily could come back again. It's possible, and it, it could happen. Like if you know if our society crumbles and you know if we lose power and we lose all the comforts that we have, it's it's very possible that people are going to become more stage red. And so we're going to have to have a hardline stage blue stance in, in a lot of ways. We're going to have moral stances. And, and that's the way to deal with these things. It's the way to deal with stage red. You know, a lot of people, some people want to talk about we should get rid of standards and higher standards and, you know, because it doesn't serve us. But the thing is, it does. It serves our civilization, serves our survival. And uh, it doesn't surprise me that these things aren't going away 
um, at all. And in fact, they're probably going to be a thing for a long time. As long as we have that inner darkness capacity within us, you know, stage blue is going to be necessary. And in some form, shape, way, shape, or form. I mean, less necessary than it was like a thousand, a thousand years ago, but it's still going to be necessary. Um, and a thousand years from now, it'd be maybe less necessary than that. But there still will be elements of it that will be necessary, you know, like the work ethic and, you know, standards, like high standards and, you know, some, you know, strict guidelines and things like this. Because stage blue has very extreme uses and it, it needs to be used to deal with stage red or things like stage red or stage orange if, if it goes to extreme. Um, so, um, we'll be making more segments about this in the future. So, anyways, talk to the next one. So one ex- interesting example of this is things like sex, um, because like like I, like I said, keep in mind that this is, has to do with stage blue, you know, controlling stage red and says you know blue realizes that sex is a sin and sex is bad because it, it can have some stage red tendencies. You know, if you're coming from stage red and you're and you're going into stage blue. You can see the problems of, of going too deeply into selfishness and sex and, and, you know, drugs and other problems. Because then it keeps you from safety. It keeps you from, you know, true security or an illusion of security. And um, so we have to call sex bad. We have to call it a sin. We have to call it a problem. And, and they're not completely wrong about it. There's a lot of, you know, problems with calling, you know, you know just letting everything kind of loose and just letting it happen like this. And uh, it's not something that I like talking about because it's controversial. And, uh, you know, we're living in, we live in a society where currently what we're dealing with, I'm going to turn the span on right quick, is... And what we have been dealing with because of stage orange is a loosening of this. So the stage blue person, one of the reasons why stage blue is very reactant against all the other stages, orange, purple, red, yellow, green, because blue is is seeing things from that very limited perspective because it's, you know like I said we're dealing with you know when when blue was strong dealing with stage red so we had to deal with stage red in a very direct and controlling manner the only way to do it is through control the only way to do it is through a hard line approach and stage blue is that hard line approach where you have to go in and you have to control the situation in a very strong way, uh, in which you know, one, one of the reasons why the patriarchy was as strong as it was, because you know women could be seen as not trusted because they're too soft and they're not, you know, able to deal with the hardline truths of the situation. Plus, there's that whole thing about sex and how women can uh, increase a man's desire, 
And so that has to be deal, dealt with. And so that creates the patriarchy. And I'm not saying that the, there's that's right or wrong. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just giving you examples of why Stage Blue became the what it was and the purpose of it. Um, and so you're dealing with something that had an extremely useful um, part of evolution, you know, because we're we're coming from Stage Red. And, um, you know, maybe I should do an episode about the, the purposes of stage red as well and the purposes of stage orange and because it really makes you kind of like realize what's really happening here with stage blue. Um, because when, when I explain it to you, you go, oh, you can, you can start really kind of getting a picture of the purpose of, of blue in a really deep way. And that's why I like doing these little, little segments. I'm just doing these little segments here and there. So... In this segment, probably do another one in a minute. So, speech off. And so this this goes into the differences between uh, men and women. And there, there there there's a lot of people nowadays who are like, there's no differences between men and women. There's no, you know, but there there are some differences, and and the differences are, you know, something that have been just studied and reported on in science for a long time. It's only recently that, you know, people have started to make this argument that, you know, there are no differences and that's sexist and bias. And it's like, well, there are there are some differences. Now, it's not an absolute thing and there's no 100 percent, you know, th- where you're going to be 100 percent this and they're going to be 100 percent that. But it tends to lean in one way and uh, over another uh, most of the time, many of the times. Um and you can argue argue that that's based on social conditioning over thousands of years, and that's a fair argument. And that could be par- partially based on stage red slash blue, but it's also based on other things as well. Um, <clears throat> but you know, when when you're dealing with emotions, you know, emotions are uncontrollable. They're not really something that can be controlled all that well. You can't control emotions. You can't really deal with emotions in the way that you can deal with like. You know, when you're when you're dealing with certain things, you can control them moderately well. You know, you can you can, for instance, stop your car from breaking if you if you bring it into the shop every once in a while, and and they can catch things before they happen and stuff like that. But you can't really do that with emotions. You like you don't really know how emotions work, and emotions don't really follow the same kind of rules as like, you know, the car does, for instance. And they don't really have concrete rules like cars, cars and objects do. And so, as a result, I can see why Stage Blue would, would say no to emotions and control emotions. Because emotions could create sin. Because you could have an emotion as a desire for, like, you know, to have sex with somebody. Um, and that would go against the Stage Blue guidelines because of Stage Red. You know, Stage Red would get in and, and say, me, mine, now, and... You know, go into hysterics about it and start, you know, doing anything you can to get it and things like this. And so Stage Blue has to come along and say, no, this this cannot be, there has to be some kind of standard. There has to be some kind of moral uh, line here somewhere. Um, <clears throat> and so when it comes to uh, sex and sins 
and things like this that, you know, Blue can talk about sometimes. And by the way, Blue doesn't just mean, like, religious at all. Like, Blue can, there can be people who are, like, rigid and dogmatic that have some Blue, but aren't necessarily religious. Um, you know, a lot of people like to equate Republicans with, uh, like, religion, but that's not necessarily something I would, I would, I would equate because there's a lot of differences, um, that go back into, you know, the, the problem of stage orange as well. But it's another episode. <laughs> I mean, I could go into that all day. Um, and so with stage blue, you have to curve your, your desires. You have to curve your emotions. You have to curve your wants slash needs for whatever it is, for the needs of the collective, whatever the, those are, you know, you may not want to sacrifice yourself for your, your the women and children in, in your village, but you have to because if you don't, you know, st- you can become stage red and, and you know do all these horrible things, and you can become the sinner and you can become like the devil as a result. And so you must become blue and you must do these things for these people and, and all this other stuff. So, anyways, I think this is where I'm going to end it. So. Speech on. I mean, I could go on longer and, and on this, but I think I'm just going to end it here um, because there really isn't a whole lot more I can go into with this one. Um, I mean, I could do deeper points about sex and about, you know, things that you know religion talks about that are wrong, but I won't really go too deeply into it. I think, I think I've made the point with this episode. So anyways, this is the purpose of El Religion Part 2. And I think I might do it through part three in the future. It may be a long time in the future, but it might happen um, sometime in the future. So this is a deeper perspective, and I'll talk to the next episode, whenever that is.